Blog Talk Radio.
Well, good evening, Blog Talk. Facebook has already been tuned in since 8 p.m. Uh, we had a quick word of prayer to open up the service with Facebook as they await to hear from Minister Ron Montgomery and Mother Tony Montgomery. I explained to them that we are co-hosts on Monday night, the fourth Monday of each month, and that we are asking everyone that's not speaking to please mute your phone. Get your Bible, pens, pencils, and papers and pads ready to take down key notes and scriptures that the man of God and the woman of God is going to share with us. We just want you all to know that we are excited about you being a part of this ministry through Smile3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, World Wide Web. I am also, again, want to introduce myself. I'm Minister Sylvia Kaiser, a.k.a. Sparkle, a.k.a. Renee. Um, we are still talking about celebration on tonight, and when you are known by many names, it's like Joseph in his coat of many colors. When you are known by many things, you are celebrated in many ways. But we have to make sure when we're celebrated, we're celebrated with honor. And we have to make sure when we're celebrating someone, we're celebrating them and honor. We have to make sure we are in a bit of celebration that it has to be of honor. And out of all the things, we have to make sure we include God first for any celebration that we are given or being a part of. Amen? Amen. So let's check on the line and see if Mother Tony and Minister Ron Montgomery is on the line. Mother Tony and Minister Ron, are you on the line? Okay. I'll check to make sure my phone isn't muted. If they're, I, I assume they're on the line. If not, they should be coming on shortly. But I'm just excited about what God is doing. Um, as soon as they come on the line, they will start talking to let me know that they are available. So um, I know that they are in, I think that's Galveston, Texas. You know, we do have a time difference. Our 8 o'clock is there, 9 o'clock p.m. Our 9 o'clock is there, 10 p.m. So I don't believe that they got the times mixed up. But we're just going to wait. You say we are on the call. Um, are your phones unmuted? Uh, let me see if I uh, possibly like to she open the lines up yet for the service. Let me see if I can call her on another phone. To see if she opened the line. They said they're not muted. Well, I'm going to call Apostle Lex to see if she's on another line to unmute the line, open the lines up. Can I use your phone, please? Thank you for being patient with us and thank you for allowing me to use your phone. So um, we're just going to make sure that. We are in the will of God, Cecilia. So I'm excited again to say. So they are on the line. Uh, sometimes but when the enemy don't want us to hear something, he gets busy in the lines, and um, we cannot um, hear the speaker. That's when you know it's a good word. So if you're holding on, please be patient with us. And uh, just listen in. 
and here we'll see what we have to do. I'm going to check the line. Are the phones unmuted? Okay, can you unmute the phone so since we can't hear Tony? Okay, thank you. Hello, good evening. Okay, there you go. Thank you, buddy. Are you able to hear uh, us the now? Phone, yes, I can hear you now. The phone lines are open, and um, I'm going to hand it over to you and Mother Tony that you all can go ahead and just have your way with the program as we talk about the importance of celebration and celebrating. It's in your hands. Thank you, Mr. Kaiser. How's everybody doing this evening? Uh, you don't have to all answer at once. <laughs> Good evening, Tony. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. Tonight we're going to continue our discussion of family, and uh, we're going to tell you what it is about in a few minutes. But right now, we have a couple of things we want to attend to. One of those things is to open with prayer. Yes. Heavenly Father, we come before you, O Lord, just to thank you. Thank you for this opportunity and this privilege yes. of prayer. Coming to you, O Lord, individually and collectively, to be able to speak to you personally, O Lord, as yes. you're the most powerful being in the universe, O oh Lord, and you are listening yes. and responding, too. Yes. And we thank you so much for that, O oh Lord. We ask that you bless what we say tonight. In fact, we ask that what we say tonight is Holy Spirit there. Yes. And we're just vessels of your word, Lord. We ask that they can benefit the uh, ears to hearts and minds, the footsteps to behavior of those who are listening tonight, and they pass it on to others, O oh Lord. We know that the word that we're getting tonight is a good word, Lord. We also know that it is beneficial for all, Lord. We only speak on your behalf about the good things that you have for us, O Lord. We just ask that you bless our our tongues and our hearts as we witness for you. We ask in the blessed name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Tony, what we got? Well, I think Cynthia... uh, our niece is on the line. I don't know if she are you there, Cynthia? She's going to I'm here. I'm here. She's gonna she's gonna sing us a song. One that her mom used to sing. I believe. Amen. Or whatever she decides. Okay. Oh, it is Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. It is Jesus in my soul, for I have put the hymn of his And then I 
What is your earliest memory of a family gathering? What's your earliest memory, son? Now, I'm sure that everybody has these memories of family gatherings. Um, I uh, can remember back when I was as young as three years old. <laughs> Actually, when um, our families would gather for one reason or another, uh, usually it was um, around the holidays. And it was interesting because my mother didn't celebrate the holidays. Mm-hmm. But uh, we recognized them. <laughs> because that's when people were off and we could get together. Yeah. And it seemed like my family chose every opportunity they possibly could, possibly could to associate with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a great thing. We would visit them. At the, I would visit my aunts and uncles at their homes. They would come to ours. As a matter of fact, there was a lot of um, cross-visiting amongst our relatives or between our parents. Like uh, my... Um, Mom's brothers and sisters would come visit when my dad's brothers and sisters were around. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we intermingled. Our two families knew each other. It was truly the meaning of families joining together. Mm. And that's kind of interesting. I thought that uh, all of them knew each other. They knew each other very, very well. Uh, so those are some of my early memories. Uh, I can give you some specific stories, but um, the most interesting ones are, the ones I'm, I got in a little trouble in. <laughs> well, we don't want to hear them stories. No. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you can tell them later. Tell them later. Okay. Just want to let everybody know, too, this is going to be a short presentation because we want y'all to chime in because we know that because we know that since we're family and friends, we all have our family and friends to tell about celebration. So come on. Well, I remember about family celebration, as I grew up, my parents honored family, and we would get together every holiday. Every We were always getting together for holidays. And so when we were young, it seems like they would gather at my dad's and mom's house, and that seems to be where the family would gather all the time. And we would get together. It was just fun. We would get together uh and and it helped me see the importance of families uh, coming together, the importance of family celebrations. And my, I just remember my father and my mother uh, investing so much time and money and emotion into our family growing up. And just it wasn't us, but it was our cousins. And Mama would get in there and cook. Oh, you talk about cooking. Your phone dropped, uh, Mother Tony. Did your phone drop, Mother Tony? Okay, um... I guess Mother Tony's phone dropped, so I'll talk until um, they back on the line. Oh, did she, uh, mistake and muted her phone. We were talking about celebrations. I remember as Mother Tony was talking, we uh, come from the same family. Her father was my mom's brother, and uh, we did used to go to their house a lot as children. 
and we would celebrate, and Tony would always have me and my sisters up under her. She was uh, basically our first babysitter that uh, I can recall. Uh, I remember... Excuse me, Minister Sylvia, can someone text Minister uh, Elder Tony and let her know that her phone dropped in case she's still talking? I will um, try to text her and let her know. I texted her. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Minister Margo, so much. Thank you for that. I remember um, growing up that we used to have our family reunion besides the family get-togethers. And I remember my mother, uh, two older sisters at church dancing in Stiletto Hills. And when we were growing up, you it was not a surprise to see men and women in suits. The men in suits with neckties and suspenders and hats and as we call them now, stepping shoes, but dress shoes. And it was not a surprise to see women walking around in what we would call business attire, but that was just everyday attire for them, and they would have on stiletto heels. So would everybody think that stilettos are new? No, they just came back around the clock, and it's just your turn to wear them. But these women would dance all day, all night in church, and they feet did not get tired. I remember that because what I remember of my mother and my auntie them, they would just be serving, like ushering or serving food, making sure the family was happy and the family was uh, okay. Uh, uh, mother Tony is back on the line, so it's going to go back into her hands now. Okay, thank you. We didn't even know we were, well, thank you. So um, there, there are several events that we believe are important bookmarks in the lives of our families. Family reunions, birthdays, yeah. send-offs, uh, couples supporting each other. Mm-hmm. And so um, there's a uh, there's a couple a couple so so Can you hear me? Someone's talking. You were please mute your phone. I, and I know. I, we know that it's important that um, um, that that we talk about family celebrations, and so um, I, I sort of lost where I was going. Okay. Well, you know, I, I don't know where where we uh, trailed off or y'all missed us, but I was talking about the fellowship of Konania. Konania is the Greek word um, that uh, means. A fellowship, basically, and the fellowship is the interaction, the interaction of individuals in a friendly, God-covered way, if you will. It goes back beyond just talking and having a meal or meeting in a group, that, but it rather it shares lives. This Greek word, super meaning, speaks of committing to be open. <coughs> excuse me, with sacrificial for to invest uh, genuine time and emotional energy. Exodus 12:14 says, this is the day that you are to commemorate for the generations to come. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance. 
And so when we think about that scripture, I know that they that this scripture is is really referring to um, uh, the Passover. But I want to really think about this scripture in the light of our family reunion. <clears throat> we have a event that is our uh, it's called a family reunion, and uh, it is an a event that we really uh, com- commemorate our 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 grandmother our and our grandfather and the saints that have gone on before. It was our grandmother's desire that the family gather enjoy one another rather than just getting together at funerals. She wanted to enjoy. She wanted the former to enjoy themselves and to celebrate on a regular basis. Now, I was not there in the room when my parents and his siblings had that that uh, conversation. But I can imagine that they planned to have as many family members as possible to come to this reunion. Now, my grandmother, Molly Seabury, passed away the December of uh, 1960. And they started that conversation that summer, in the summer of 1960. My father and his siblings started the reunion in 1961 on the second weekend in July. The family members came from near and far. I just remember how many. I was like 10, 11 years old. They came from everywhere to participate. This is when the Seabury family reunion started. It was created so we could get together and have koinonia, where we would invest into each other, when we would take time, when we would praise God, when we would encourage one another. We really, it was like creating a support system that allowed us as family members, our siblings, our children, to uh, be able to step out in confidence that we knew somebody had uh, our back. And no matter what, there was somebody there in the family that we could go to. Now, one of the things that I learned as I had an opportunity to organize the family reunion is that we did not always agree, but we never stopped loving one another. Amen. And if we could not support what people were, the choices that people were making, and if we didn't agree with their opinion, we had to decide to just disagree, agree to disagree. But it doesn't, it did not affect our relationship. That was so important. That was a dynamic that you didn't see in all families, because folks would get in, and they would cuss each other out, and then they wouldn't talk forever. And so we really, we, we saw our family really work through some of those issues. They didn't always agree, but they came together to make the family reunion important. And it showed the children, showed us as children, what was important to our family. And it gave us an opportunity to pass it on to the next generation. And so the generation... Now, the fourth generation is now planning the reunion. And so it's something to really uh, hold and and watch and see what God is doing. 
And so what? And so my question as I was doing this, and, you know, I always give like a little homework assignment or something for us to think about to reflect on, is what do your children, what do our children, what do your children know about their grandparents on both sides of the family? Because sometimes we only get to see one side. Our goal here is to really just emphasize that family reunions should help everyone build closer relationships. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. What are we going to talk about next, Poppy? Let's talk about the value of children, or children must know their value. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to get political about this, so I won't that you know that we can have some real good discussions about that in light of recent political events. <clears throat> but we want to make sure that we know, that our children know, I should say, that they are valued. Yes. Children should know their value. We should honor them during their special times and life events. Each child is a gift mm-hmm. and is unique as they accomplish life markers. We believe the family and church family should come together to celebrate them and bless them. Psalms 139, 14 through 16 reads, For you created my inmost being. Mm -hmm. You knit me together in my mother's womb. And praise, I praise you because I am cheerfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. And we must make sure that our children know that this is how we value them to this extent and beyond. You know, birthdays, Ron, are so are significant events. And, um, you know, we talked earlier about how uh, there are certain life events that go along with, I guess, um, legal documents or legal, you know. So we talk about children being born Mm -hmm. to get a birth certificate, uh, children graduating from uh, institutions, and then the state comes along and and then gives them a a, a certificate of of honor to say that they have completed uh, certain years of study. You know, we we also talked about marriage, where um, it's important that we celebrate marriage, and that is also uh, a legal uh, document, and uh, there's a a license that goes along with that. Yeah, I think it's important that you make the point in these these situations that you mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, not only is the state involved, Uh but all the elements of our community are involved. Okay. Because you have your family, mm-hmm. your friends honoring the birth of children. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, and again, you have, like you have the legal authorities uh, signifying it by um, producing a document that that states that this person was born on this particular date, and they have that document throughout their lives to prove that they are who they say they are. But that's always supported by their family and friends and associates. Right. Uh, and another thing about uh, that. The other entity that's always involved in each of these important and significant events is the church. church yes. The church always has a word in it. Mm-hmm. And um, that goes for uh, births, uh, graduations, 
marriage, and even when we pass on. And the great thing about uh, making sure that you celebrate life at these events Mm -hmm. is so that when you leave the earth, that too can be a celebration Mm -hmm. of you going to the reward that you've gained from having lived lived a fruitful life. Oh, Ron, I really like the way you put that because it's important that we realize that our our life events really mark uh, uh, how people consider our lives at the end. Well, birthdays are, uh, as I said, are significant events, especially year five, year ten, year thirteen. You know, you, what do you say about year ten? You said that they are now they, they've escaped the, the, the bondage of the single digit midget. So, so now they're double-digit midgets. Okay, I get you. Well, and so, double-digit and, widgets. And then age 13 is when they uh, move from being a child into teenagehood. And there's a whole another, uh, you know, talk Around. about that. And then year 16. Uh-huh. And then, <laughs> and then year 121, when they become legal. And... Um, and so those all are significant years that you really want to celebrate. Well, y'all, we have several God, uh, several sets of Godchildren, but we have uh, our youngest set of Godchildren. There are eight in the family, eight children in the family. And we intentionally make each of their birthdays memorable. Uh, so uh, we make sure that we cook whatever they want for dinner, Whatever they want for their birthday dinner, that's what Mama Tony, Mama Tony cooks for them. And then they get a special gift. They tell us what gift they want within reason, and then Papa John <laughs> buys the gift for them. And so they, they get that. And when there's eight children in the household, you know, sometimes being special is important. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I also watched my cousins, Diane's children, pour into my sister's life at the 1st of June. They prayed over her. They prophesied over her. They gave her gifts. I, it was an impressive witness of God's amazing grace. I just, just looked at that as being her birthday being one of those, um, another benchmark years, and, and uh, they just poured into her life. But you know what I really, I really think about is Aunt Catherine. We celebrate Aunt Catherine, who is 93 years young. She's a fantastic gift to our family, y'all. She demonstrates the love of God in such a gracious way. And, uh, and, you know, and if you ever feeling down, just give her a call. She'll give you some wisdom from on high. Mm -hmm. But when I think about Aunt Catherine, I think about Psalm 71. I'm not going to read the whole scripture, but this part, of the scripture comes to mind. It says, as for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous deeds, of your saving acts all day long. Though I know not how to relate them all. I will come and proclaim your mighty acts, sovereign Lord. I will proclaim your righteous deeds, yours alone. Since my youth, God, you have taught me all, uh, you have taught me, and to this day I declare your marvelous deeds. 
even when I am old and gray. Do not forsake me, my God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. Y'all, does that remind you of my Catherine? That's who she is, and she's constantly giving us that. So I ask myself a question. Who are the senior members of our family that I need to connect with? Because I'm probably missing out on somebody's goodness. (laughs) Ron. The second son of the two brothers, uh, Micah and uh, Jeremy, and Micah's the youngest, uh, he just left to join the Air Force last Monday. Uh, this was a this is fresh on my mind because his mother called uh, for a friend, few of his friends who are family to him, and we had a circle of prayer. We surrounded him, reminded him of what he was taught. We read scriptures, laid hands on him as we prepared to start a, as he prepared to start a new chapter in his life. I think was most important was that his daughter, his seven year old daughter, was in the room to witness this event. Children yeah. need to see what it looks like when families pour into each other. So we're preparing a table of blessings for our daughter, Sydney, who will be moving on to Hong Kong, China, to work for the next two years. And we want to be intentional about covering her as she leaves yeah. this country. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that we really talk about in families is how uh, partners interact, how our partners, how we interact with our families is an indicator of the level of our maturity of our relationship. So in Ephesians 5, 24 and 25, it says, Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. And husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with the water through the word. I really think, y'all, that when we think about our relationships, we think that it is essential that children see us interact with both sides of the family. They need to know how to... Uh, how it looks, how we mm, how we look out for each other. Sometimes this can be a challenge. I don't know about that. It can be a challenge. <laughs> but uh, that's not to say that we are really encouraging you to tolerate anybody who's toxic or negative. So we've got to have a good balance in this so the children know how to set boundaries and limits so they are not just overtaken by negative people. And uh, and we don't really want to encourage harmful people in their lives, so we have to explain to them who our family members are and what we desire for them. And so this is where the Word of God is critical, where we can come in and show them that we can love somebody even from afar, but maybe not have them so close in our lives. So, so it's important that they can see that uh we have to work out uh, that soul salvation and fear and trembling when we're dealing with people who we don't really agree with. But sometimes if we are estranged from our family, if we're, we're not getting along with our families, we don't see eye to eye, then we need to create our own family. 
a family of God, people in the church, people that we know that that we can love and that can love us, that we can build that system, that support system that we're lacking so our children can see what it looks like when the family of God comes together. And so I, I just really want us to really think about this idea that celebrating family and families having celebrations are important. And we really got the sense of that from our grandfather from starting the family reunion, I believe, is, is what really um, the Lord put on my heart. So we're going to close. Well, yes, uh, we're not going to close. We're just going to move to the next portion of the program, and that's the audience. Okay. Now, we've talked about a few things. I know we must have struck some some chords on uh, some uh, conversation starters about uh, uh, what's your earliest memory of uh, family interaction, what reunion do you remember the most, what significant event in your life was family and friends involved in, um, graduations, prom, um, uh, birthday celebrations, maybe some Christmas vacation. Come on, uh, Mrs. Sylvia, open up the, light, uh, the, the, uh, um, the mics. And let folks talk about this a little bit. Can we hear some of those significant uh, stories that y'all hear? Uh, possibly, like, could you open the line so that Blog Talk can uh, speak up and tell us some of their greatest memories they have of their family or any celebration they would like to talk about? The lines are open. Can you please speak up now? Well, Good this evening. is Cecilia. The lines are already open. Oh, go ahead. Thank you. Good Good evening, Minister, Minister Kaiser, Mother Tony, Minister Ron. Again, you guys come up with some deep subjects, family celebrations. And that's uh, it's, it's actually a very good subject. And it's something uh, you started my brain to work in. Because I had to stop and think, <laughs> celebration. Uh, but first, I want to say, uh, Cynthia Pandora, beautiful, beautiful song, beautiful mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Um, but family celebrations. The thing that I remember growing up, and as my brother tells me, sometimes I have a, a selective memory because he seems to remember everything, and I can't remember half the things that he remembers. But family and, and community are included in those celebrations, and especially for children as they're growing up, because it, it kind of aids in building unity. Yes. It teaches the children values. And when you talk about both sides of the family, um, that really caught my attention because growing up, it was mostly for me only one side of the family. Mm. And that was my father's side. My mother's side, my father's side was from St. Louis, and my mother's side was from South Carolina. We would see cousins from St. Louis all the time. The the, the most uh, memorable things was when uh, Aunt Betty, my Aunt Betty, visited us from St. Louis. And I bet he could cut up too. But she was always a lot of fun. She would always bring gifts. 
you know, and she was just a, she was just a fun person, you know. So that would kind of liven things up when she was there. And Uncle Curtis as well. That was my mother's brother. He would come from South Carolina, and he would come all the time. And we just we just loved him. And then there was Uncle Eddie who lived in Chicago, and he would always come to dinner because he loved my mother's cooking. And besides that, he was a bachelor. But Uncle Eddie, uh, he'd be driving, uh, it seemed like a different car every six months. And so one day we, I sat down and I asked him, I said, Uncle Eddie, what happened to the last car you had? Uh, where did you get this one? You know me. Uh, the, in, it was a yeah. position, everything, questions with me. But he, was, he sat down and he said to me, because he owned a restaurant, but he gave me the whole history of that restaurant because he used to work in that restaurant for a uh, a white man. The white man died, and he gave, before he died, he gave him that restaurant. And so wow. he, could, he could afford cars. <laughs> and he'd always had this cigar box full of quarters in his mm. back seat. And he knew that Albert, me and my brother, would always be in that car, in that cigar box, but he didn't care one way or the other. <laughs> and we would take uh, trips. Now, there was eight of us. There was eight of us, and we grew up on the west side, and it was called uh, The Village. And they were uh, Chicago Housing Authority. Ablin was a, a compilation of four uh, major housing projects, Jane Adams, Robert Brooks, Luna's Course, Grace Abbott. And every year, uh, when I say celebration with the community, back then, there were four different housing developments. And every year, for things like Labor Day or the 4th of July, and I don't know if the parents were involved in this, they had to be, uh, along with the uh, the housing authority, they would have food, they would have music, they would have games, they would have toys for all of the children. And each child from each development would be pinned with a different color ribbon. So if that child got lost, they would know at least what building the child came from. Yeah. yeah. That's good. You know, you got a lot of uh, beautiful memories. I'm, I'm glad that we had a good conversation started uh, about that. Yeah. I know I could go on and on about my Aunt Elder, my Uncle Jane, my Aunt Blanche, my Uncle Money, and uh, yeah. I really would like to tell you about Uncle Money. But, no. <laughs> uh, and I, I bet there's some others out there that have got some stories that we really would like to hear them share. Thank you, Carmina. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we're going to pursue that conversation later. <laughs> <laughs> this is to say I want to talk about the block parties We had block parties in our neighborhood So I always remember that All of the block parties All of the families getting together But I also remember that every Sunday We had a meal at my mom's house And not only did we have a meal at my mom's house Every Sunday My niece Pinky, she picked it up and then once my parents were gone, we were going to my niece Pinky's house. And then um, because I was away in the military, whenever I would come home, um, we would come to my house for the Easter egg hunts because I had such a big yard 
and they wanted the kids to, you know, have to run around. But the one thing that I remember the most is although I was away in the military, my mom would call me so that I could hear everybody and they could speak to me. We didn't have video chats at that time. And everybody would talk to me and tell me how they missed me. I would tell them how I missed them. But the best one that I'll never, ever, ever forget is I was in the combat zone. And in the combat zone, you can't reach people. But my mother was able to reach me in the combat zone. And although she was on the phone and my family was on the phone and they were having dinner and stuff that day, I had to say over and out because I was on the walkie-talkie. I was on the radio. And it just made me remember that. It doesn't matter where you are, if you want to stay connected or that person in your family wants you to stay connected, that diligence that my mother had, uh, it was the same thing that our brothers had. And we all need to go back to that diligence that they had in staying in contact with people. Because if she can reach me in the red zone, we can reach people anyway. I just wanted to share that. Oh, that's powerful. Thank you. Thank you for yep. yeah. God. This is little Cynthia. Uh-huh. And my fondest memory growing up when we would get together for holidays, um, Uncle George, Mama Cynthia, Mama Jackie, and uh, Aunt Margot would come together and sing. And they called the group Novella. And they would sing every holiday. And my favorite song was um, Soon and Very Soon, We Are Going to See the King. And I would never, ever, ever, ever forget. That was the happiest time because I grew up singing and I loved singing and songwriting. And they inspired me. It was such an inspiration to hear my aunties and my uncle come together and sing, and I would sit in awe of them. Yeah. Um, I, I just, like, they were superstars. They were superstars to me. And I would just sit there and bask and, and hear their harmonious voices, and it was just it was just, it was so comforting. And when you're little, it's just like, oh, you know, oh, you don't know my family. I got superstars in my family that could sing, you know. I would go to school and brag about them. And um, I just, I love, that was the fondest, fondest memories of my family coming together. Oh, yeah. yeah and I'm so glad that we've had these conversation starters uh, to bring out those memories of a family and the benefits that we get from having those interactions. Who else out there has a story for us? Well, this I, is I, Minister I Oh, go ahead, Mar- Go ahead, Minister Margo. Uh, I, uh, I enjoy what everyone is saying and uh, the memories that they are invoking, but... Um, just to add on to what Cynthia Pandora was saying, we came from a legacy of singers, a, a legacy of songs. That's part of our family heritage. 
the singing was uh, and singing God's praises. Yeah. I remember that growing up. Um mm. listening to all of my aunts and in the first family reunion listening to my father's brothers singing songs like Jesus is so good, so good, mm. so good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Those old songs, and they would sing. And every time we got together, uh, my cousins from Cleveland, they would come. The songs were just resonant. The the songs, the the, the praises, and the prayers. <laughs> they were all all just uplifting and just part of what we did. They were expected. And certainly needed, and uh, just thank God for that legacy, legacy of song. Thank you. Man, thank you, Margo. So, so very much. Oh gosh, you uh, just remind me of so, so many things. But I've talked enough tonight. Does someone else have something to say? Paulette Long, which is Peaches, she wrote on Facebook that. She remember her grandma, Clara, which is our Aunt Sweetie, would have yeah. gatherings and we would sing to the break of dawn. Her favorite song was Smile on Me. I remember, um, just as Minister Margo, I remember the Dickens singers. Uh-huh. Up. I remember how when they would sing, the the wine heads would come off the streets into the church, and when they'd leave up out of there, they would be different. Uh, you know, as a child, that's what I, we saw. They would be different. I, I, I remember, as, as Minister Margo said, how a family reunion would get together, and we had states. Each state would represent. It wasn't a competition. All it was was that the level of praise, where each level would go higher and higher. We would go from different states. We was excited that when we took time off of work, our parents, it was for the reunion, for the families to get together. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, for us to go just go out of town and different things like that. But the power of prayer, when we, we get together, you know, I, I remember how family members would come in when they would hear someone was sick or something was going on, and you didn't have to pay their way or send for them. They got together and came, and they laid hands, and they joined hands and stood in a circle and stood around you and prayed. They didn't pray loud and, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, noticeable. They prayed, and they would be on one accord, and, and they would, when they got through, they would say, it's done, and they would leave. I, I, don't, I don't just remember that. I witnessed that. I witnessed the power of a sanctified praying family. I witnessed the power of men groaning and moaning in the spirit and saying, do it, Jesus. Do it, Jesus. You know, a lot of times people don't understand, but sometimes you can be so in such a place, you can't even murmur. You just groan, and God would just do it. I remember growing up, uh, my mother would say, do you think money grow off trees? No, I didn't, but I don't never remember being hungry. I didn't know we was poor till we got old. You know, I, I really didn't because I didn't know that we was P.O. I didn't know that the word was P.O.O.R. I didn't know that we were cold, you know, because we, we never was hungry. 
you know, our family used to laugh and say my mama wouldn't give you five dollars, but she'd give you a chicken dinner. Some people can't even get, get that now. You know, oh, no. we didn't have a lot. But I remember growing up, how my mother would tell me and my sister, well, we had a family member that needed to come live with us for a little while, and we would have to give up our bed. And we would mm-hmm. say, Mom, we want to sit in our own bed. And she said that she had so much love in her that they didn't stop her from loving us. God just gave her enough love to love everybody. So our mother taught us how to extend ourselves, yeah. you know, through love and kindness. That's what that's what I call celebration when a family member never said, uh-uh, you can't come to mass, that we always had our doors open for one another. You right. know, I, I remember those things. I remember, like Apostle Elect said, the brothers singing. I remember my Uncle Bucky. Ron said he had an Uncle Money. We had an Uncle Bucky. He walked around yeah. with his good time and his amp. And Damn. he would just sit around and play music and sing. I, I remember those things. You know, yeah. that's what we we lost nowadays. We lost the, how how could I put it? We lost the joy of celebrating one another. Regardless mm-hmm. what it was, Mother Tony, as you said, we may not agree. We may not have liked your way. But one thing we did know. God was the answer. God is the answer. God will always be the answer. And prayer covered everything. Everything. Uh, when you think of the memories, you all you want to do is just cry and say, God, I thank you that that's my legacy. Yeah. I thank you that that's what I can reach back. I thank you that that's what I can talk about. I thank you that that's what I can sit back sometime and just smile and say, see, when I tell my child about his lineage, I said, see, the best mm-hmm. thing about your lineage, you come from a family on both sides, men and women of God. It wasn't that one side or the other. Both sides were sacred right. sides. Mm-hmm. Both, both of your, grand, your great-grandmothers, both of them, my mother's mother was a midwife. My father's mm-hmm. grandmother was a midwife. I said, you don't, you don't get it. You don't even know where you come from, so it ain't nothing new. This is the thing we was given. It's in our bloodline. Yeah. All we have to do is just keep it going. That's why I said what Mother Tony said, she was a singer like her mom. We can't lose it now. No. We're, we're fulfilling. We're no. fulfilling a desire. We're fulfilling a dream. We're, we're still mm. in a place of celebration. Uh, could you imagine our family been doing it for 61 years, being excited yeah. about getting together every year, not every other not every four, not every five, but every year. Now we're in the fourth generation. We was once the baby. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We was once the baby. Uh-huh. But if you look at me on Facebook, you see the little salt and pepper in my hair. Got a little season on me now. <laughs> so I thank God for the memories. I thank God for being with my family in ministry now because we grew up watching our parents. Ministers. That's right. Why can our parents carry on what their parents taught them? And I thank God that it's going down. I remember my angel <laughs> sister cried out to the hundredth generation. We all have mm-hmm. memories. We can talk about one another's uh, parents. You know, a, yeah. a young man That's once told me the best story can be told about you is when somebody else tells it. Oh, when mm. we tell the story about our family. Yeah. Can't yeah. nobody outdo the next one. All we can do is add on to it. I thank God oh. for the CB. 
I thank God for the Sinclair. I thank God for the Brown. I thank God for everything and every place that we come because it led us to now. When we keep teaching our family about our legacy, we have a legacy that we must uphold, and it comes with celebration. I celebrate my eyes of lineage. I celebrate that the Carters, the uh, the Sanders, I celebrate that. I Mm -hmm. thank God. So as Minister Ron said, we can go on and on and on when we talk about our families because, see, we we <laughs> old about so like 16 years. I can tell you about memory. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I can tell you about the good times. I can tell you about the laying on the altar when they wouldn't play with you and to make you hit. They didn't make you, but they encouraged you to just say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. I remember Sunday school. I, I remember... All of that, I just thank God for all that he has mm. done for our family, keeping us at the point. I thank God for the program on tonight about celebration. I thank God yeah. for family love. As you said, Mother Tony, we may not always agree. Mm. But if you have an alt, take it to the person you have an alt with. That's what we was taught. That's right. That's it. We taught, we taught the word of God. Don't take it to the next door neighbor. Don't take it to the cousin across town. Take it to the family member you have it with. Wherever your outlier, that's where you take it. That is our legacy, and that's a part of celebration. Don't leave this earth until you get it right. Don't get okay. it right. I would, like to, I would like to interject one thing, though. Aunt Sylvia, I would love coming to the west side to visit y'all. Because that made me and little Floyd, we thought we were so cool because you rode bikes. And we thought, oh, man, look, we got the Bond family. We would tell people and we're, we in school and stuff, look, don't mess with my family because we got bike riders. They'll ride on us. We thought we were so cool. <laughs> I said, we got the coolest family. We got bike riders in our family. They'll ride down on you in the name of Jesus. Don't mess with us. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's, and you know, I still ride my bike to church to this day. Because I said, okay, I got to do what God told me to do. He said, highways and byways. Whatever he uses, he uses to get to people, that's what we do. We use that thing. So I just want to say to you, Cynthia, I appreciate you. Whenever you sing for the family, I thank you for that. I thank you because you, you never forgot. I always told you, set the atmosphere. Yes. Set the atmosphere. And I thank you for that. You always set the atmosphere. And I just, I'm, so, I'm so glad that you allow your aunties to count on you because you are a blessing to our family. Don't you ever forget that. We celebrate Amen. you for being a part of this ministry and let you know that God is not through with you yet. Yes, ma'am. So don't think God. that when you bragged on us, we didn't brag on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We thank Amen. Tony for wanting to be bothered with us when we was a little kid. Because I tell anybody, I was born in Inglewood, but I was raised up on the west side. 
They just don't know what we, me and my sisters get and stuff. We got it up. We, yeah. <laughs> y'all 60, 60 green, baby. That's what we started off at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thank you all for joining in tonight. Minister Ron, Mother Tony, is there anything else you all would like to say? And if anybody else on face, uh, Facebook or Blog Talk would like to say anything, please do so at this time because we have been excited about the program on tonight as um, our family member, she said, you all always come up with some beautiful subjects. Yes, Carmita, well, all she said, you always do. Yeah. <laughs> well, God, it's, it's not us. It's, it's truly the Lord. It is truly the Lord. Uh, we are. <laughs> we we want to leave you with this thought that um, that we pray from our 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 conversation tonight that that you make every day count and that you celebrate life. Time is shorter than we realize, and it passes oh so quickly. So when you think about that. In Ecclesiastes 3, it says there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up. And so we want you to know that we're praying for our family and all who listen, uh, who might not get to listen right now, but in the future, that they might realize that they have to make every day count. Amen. And we pray that God blesses your life ritual. Thank you so much for that. Stan said that's his favorite scripture, Ecclesiastes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. I just want to thank everyone for joining in on tonight. Um I'm excited about this ministry, Smile3E, Iron Shopping Iron. I'm excited about being able to share it on Facebook when uh, different ministers are not doing the Facebook thing, but God had put on my heart, there's no excuse. You have Facebook. Um, Share the ministry with them so that they can see it, because sometimes people are not in a position to be on the phone, but they can listen on Facebook. So I just wanted to make sure that we get the word out. I'm proud to be a part of a family that does a ministry like this. I want you all to know that we're here every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're here on Mondays. Next Monday is the um, first Monday, and uh, we will be with Dr. Serena Wright. She will be bringing forth the word that God has given her, and that will be at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know it will be on Blog Talk. She may be able to do Facebook if she uh, has the time. If not, I will be doing Facebook so you will hear the word. Next Friday is um, the first uh, Friday. We will be at... 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with 
myself, we'll be bringing forth the word of God with whatever he gives us. Um, on Sunday mornings, we would have Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, along with Minister Sheila Kaiser, Minister Brandon Kaiser, and Minister Margot McCoy. We want you all to know that um, they will be on the air on Blog Talk. And if you all could, please tune in for that time of morning at 9.30 a.m. so you can be getting ready or on your way to service and listen to them with praying forth the Word of God. I want you all to be um, hold me up in prayer because I thank God that um, the month of July, God has okayed it for me to retire from my job. So after being on a job for 30 years, Woo-hoo, praise the Lord. Look at you. I thank God that I'm be, I'm able to walk out instead of being carried out. Mm. <laughs> mm. I thank God for allowing me this time in my life to say, Lord, I thought I never would have made it. <laughs> ah. But I made it with God. I just want you all to know that I'm in expectation of what God is going to do because I know what the money looks like and I know what everybody's saying, but I trust God. And I'm I'm putting it out there because I want you all to see my life to let you all know God ain't on vacation and God is Mm. not on a break and he ain't sleep. I'm asking God Mm. to let my life be a witness. Yes. A witness. A witness. And that's all I can say. I'll will be looking to go into whatever God appoints for me 100%. So just keep me and my family and your prayers, and please pray for Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser because I know that God yes. is going to be releasing her within a point of time, but that's her blessing to tell. So I'm just saying, God, I'm just trusting you. You didn't bring us this far to leave us now. For our foundation of scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And I just want you all to know, we love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Trust God. Trust God. And then trust God even the more. Amen. Amen. Pastor, mother, missionary, Tony Montgomery, back in your hands with Minister Ryan Montgomery to close us out. Okay. I open up and let my wife close. And so now, Lord, we come humbly as we know how. And we ask you, Lord, to have your way in the lives of your people. You know that celebration was created by you in the very beginning. And so we ask, Lord, that you enhance our ability to celebrate you first, to give you glory, give you honor, and then Everything else will be added unto us. And so we receive that blessing. We ask that you live, that your word be lived out, and that in the end you will look on and smile as we give you glory and praise. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.